Hello everybody, welcome to Conversations in Coffee. Today I'm joined with Thomas Forbes. Thomas, thanks so much for coming on. Pleasure, man. We've been Pleasure. trying to get this going for a while now because we are both together in Cork at yeah. an event and you, you smashed that, you've done very well. But I just kind of wanted to get to know you because I got to meet you in Cork and we only... Brief, wasn't it? Brief, that's a good way of putting it. So I want to use this opportunity to find out a little bit more about you and how you kind of got to where you are now, so. Yeah, um, I suppose um, the whole idea now of the, of the public speaking sort of things is a. Uh, I spoke out about some struggles I had with depression and I told my story about probably around 2017 I'd say mate. Mm -hmm. In 2016 I kind of went into a shell. I deleted off Facebook, social media and I was 23 stone something and I, and I decided I wanted to turn my life around. And it was in 2017, 12 months later I lost £100. I'm sure people have heard this story before you know. and, and it got out there, it got in the newspapers, it was on Ireland AM, it was in the Independent and then I done a, 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 people were constantly asking for tips about how to lose weight and everything else and the one thing I say to people now is that I learned from when they don't want to hear it is that first and foremost, most people don't need to lose weight off their body, they need to lose it off their mind first. And when I started, when people ask me for weight loss tips and I started to tell, I tell them you need to look at your mindset first, not your diet, that's when it, people kind of shy away at me. So, as I told that story and as I got out there and I started, I actually became a personal trainer then in the process to trying to help people that were in a similar position because I know what it's like to be obese and I was shopping in plus size uh, shops with my mom at the age of 22 and I was embarrassed for life, you know, and I was just, so I didn't want that feeling for other people in a sense, you know that way, and, and I, if I could help people and I could relate with people, I would do my best to do so and, and help people. And. I just started getting messages after messages after messages. Some videos went viral that I done about mental health. I went on the lad boy with millions of views. Um, they had the Mac Life and Conor McGregor and all sharing. It went everywhere, and then people just reached out to me from all over the world, and I was amazed at how people were touched by what I had to say. The power of the internet as well. Like yeah, it was incredible. And that's why, it, as much as I like to slay social media, I always say it's not all bad if you're using it for the right reasons, you know, and. I just remember like men in their 40s and, and confining to me and telling me things that they wouldn't even tell their own wives in, in certain situations and it was, it was, I was taken back by it and I said, Jesus Christ, I said, if this is just me telling my story and, and people calling me, look, blowing me up to be something that, some sort of hero and I'm like, I'm not a hero, you know, you don't understand how many times I came to giving up. You know what I mean? Only I know how many how people only seeing the post of yeah, going from all the right, pounds, exactly. but no in the middle. You don't know exactly. So that's what that's it. Nobody's seen the, in before and after photos. There's a white line, and I always say the white line is more important than what's on the left and what's on I, the right. I really like that. Do you know what I mean? And, and there's a there's a grind that I had to go in there, and it was more mental for me than that because I was on antidepressants, I was on relaxers for daily panic attacks. I was on everything. I couldn't communicate. Couldn't leave the house. Which well, is like, weird hearing that from you because I, I know you now from meeting you only in the past and how quick we set this up. Yeah. You're an excellent communicator, you're an Sweet. excellent person to speak to, so it's weird hearing this. Yeah, well, look, like I said to you before we put the camera on, people like yourself who are, if you're good at your job, it, it makes it easier for the looks of me coming on and doing something like this with you. If you're, if you're good at making people feel at ease and you're, you're excellent at that. Thank you. So I just, I think the way that, yeah, you wouldn't notice it now with me, but and I'll get that a lot, but it's because. I put myself out there now. Rather than, I wake up in the morning, Ross, and before, I had the same two choices. The choices were in the mornings was courage or comfort. 
And for a long time, my life, I chose comfort. And when I started to begin courage, choosing courage and step out of the comfort zone, I realized, wait a minute, I wasn't living all these years. This is where life happens, outside of that box, outside of that bedroom that I'm, I'm constantly hiding in, outside of that bedroom that I'm constantly crying in and locking my door, making sure nobody comes in and catches me. You know what I mean? Outside of that bedroom where I'm, I'm literally in darkness, no television on, and I'm banging my head, trying to get rid of the thoughts out of my own head. You know what I mean? So this is where life, this is when I choose comfort, this is where I choose to live, basically. I was creating most of my own problems. So what seemed comfortable wasn't comfortable. It just, at the time, it seemed that way, but it was it, actually putting you into a worse situation. Yeah, which it normally does, doesn't it? Look, I mean, if, if you choose, you know yourself, if you choose to eat like some sort of comfort foods, you feel good in the moment, but not, not for, for long, you know that way? So when I started to choose courage and go up and face things that I would never face, it was only then that I seen the power of action in, in, in sort of facing fears and sort of like this sort of um, exposure therapy sort of thing where you expose yourself to a fear and you feel it anyway because what I study, I've studied um, I done a diplomacy in um, cognitive behavioural therapy and cognitive behavioural therapy it's all about how your thoughts link into your, uh, directly link onto your feelings and your feelings are broken down into your physiological feelings and your psychological feelings so that, that physiological feeling could be a rapid heart rate you know and then so your thought links onto that and or else it could be sadness which is an emotional sort of feeling and then that will lead on to your behavior and often or more often than not a, a common um a common experience I can, I can only explain that as to make it as simple as possible is if we was to go to the shop if my mouse asked me to go to the shop the first thought in my head was well what if people see me right i didn't want to be seen i was so ashamed so then that came the next thing, the feeling of shame. So the thought was, but well, what are people seeing me? Then came the shame. Then came a sort of fast heart rate, which is another feeling, because I'm, I'm starting to panic now. I'm starting to manifest panic inside my own body. All in your head. All in my head, but I didn't notice at the time. You don't get, you don't get taught this stuff in schools. So I'm starting, my heart starts to get fast, my palms start to get sweaty. Then anger comes in. So this thought is deleting on the multiple feelings on a simple task can on you a simple task and i start taking it out of my mind because i don't want to be confronted by the truth i'm not ready to be confronted by the truth and then the behavior then is no i'm not gonna go i'm gonna hide away from me but whereas if on the flip side if we had to face that the anxiety then although it's still high the next time around it's a little bit lower but the more you hide away from a thing that makes you anxious, uh, you're taking a... Shy away. You're shying away and, you're, and it's called a safety behavior. And if you're going for a safety behavior, um, so let's say if, so, if someone who's afraid of lifts, if they constantly step to, up to a lift, the lift opens and they run away. Their anxiety is sky high, but the fact that they run away, the next time they come back, what's gonna happen? Double. Doubled. But if they had it went in, it's not going to disappear completely. No. But it's a little less, mm -hmm. and it's a little less every time, and it's a little less every time. And I learned that through action, and then this is where it's all at the leading on to now, and that's what I'm doing. But what interests me, and what I'd love to ask you, it's probably a tricky question on the spot, but mm. what triggered you to wake up one morning, mm. or it mightn't even have been in the morning? We might have been before you went to bed, and you got this feeling. What triggered you to say, "I'm going to change"? Not, I'm not asking you was it thoughts of other people's opinions mm -hmm. or was it what people might have said about you or what they think about you. I'm more interested in what triggered you. I got tired of um, listening to my own bullshit. 
and that's the truth. And this is why I advocate for the truth a lot. That's very honest. I got tired of listening to my own bullshit. I was living a life for, for, for years, mate. Um, I fell into a bad trap around here. I'm at the show, you're at the scene, the, the, the ropes around here, you know? Mm -hmm. It's in the inner city Dublin, and I fell into a trap that a lot of young men fall into. Um, with no job, with no ambitions. I was never told I could be anything. I left school, I didn't do my leaving cert. Uh, any sign of challenge I ran away from. And I took the easy route out and I began to sell drugs. I was a, a, a drug dealer around here, like, and there's no two ways around it. And becoming something like that, you have to tell a lot of lies. And I was lying to myself. I lied to myself to make, my, to make myself feel comfortable in what I was doing, to make myself feel accepted for what I was doing. But in the back of my head, I knew I was wrong. You know what I mean? I knew. Like justifying it to yourself. Justifying it. I was justifying That's the word. And then I was doing drugs. And also, that also comes with a lot of lies. Uh, because you need to hide that as well. You don't see people doing a line of coke in the middle of a pub. They're in the cubicle, in the toilets, and shine away. It, 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 the whole nature of it is um, sleazy, it, it, it's deceitful. And it's uh, kind of snaky, but I'm not saying everyone who does it is doing it that way. And so that's how you felt. That's how I felt about when I was doing it. And I kind of learned how to lie, you know. And I just got good at it. I became a master at being lying. But more importantly, I was lying to myself. And the more I lied to myself, the more I got bigger and bigger and bigger. The more I got more depressed. I was even going to counselling and telling lies. So I was wasting the counsellor's time. You know what I was going, going to seek and help, but I was telling lies. And it wasn't until I started telling the truth. And the truth, the, I was afraid of the truth. I was afraid to show the truth, the real me. And that's what made me say, it was the fear alone that triggered me to say, that's what I need to do. It's the fear of the truth, it's the fear of being honest, the fear of being open, it's the fear of allowing yourself to be vulnerable. Is where I started to grow and it's where, where I became the person who's sitting there now talking to you today. But what's weird about that is you made those small adjustments. Now they look small at the yeah. time, but they're so big now. Yeah then the weight started to come off yeah. you, then your mental health started to improve, yeah. then you're coming around the area, we're coming in here now, everybody's waving a hand, how are you Tomo, how's things? Your respect grew again, then you're coming out, a simple task being asked, can you go to the shop, you now grab the dog, and oh, you yeah, go for a walk, the headphones go in. It's not well, second, it's not second thought now. That's mm. it, that's basically what I'm thinking, it's more like, no longer a chore, it's now like, of course I will, yeah. I'm looking to help someone else now, because I've fixed myself, Yeah. You know, not that you fix yourself where you're perfect, you no. fix yourself to this was me and this is now me, exactly. and you're constantly growing and evolving. Exactly, and that's what I'm saying, and, and it's it's constant growth, you know, and it's, you have to keep trying, you can't just, if I know if I stop, I know if I don't stick to my regimens, I know if I stop training and working out, and this is what I'm saying, I'm a personal trainer now, but I'm not your average personal trainer, I don't preach aesthetics, and I don't, I, I just try to train people to train for anything but aesthetics almost. More for wellness? It's pretty much, just set goals for yourself, you know what I mean, to have goals, like I have all my, my clients now, at the minute, who would be complete beginners, never ran in their lives, what are going to do a group 5k, so if we can take their mind off the fact that all they want to lose weight, which everyone does who goes mm -hmm. to the gym, if we can take their mind off the losing weight, set them a new target that's a fitness target and a, a personal target, a personal goal, they will only be focused on that, but then the byproduct of that, they're gonna lose weight as well, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And they're gonna get to meet people socially. Exactly. And they're not doing it alone. No, exactly. You're giving a sense of community there. There is, you? yeah, and that's that's a beauty of it, you know what I mean? So, like, that's why I enjoy what I'm doing. I like working with people on the, the, the ground level and I've had hundreds of clients and, and some seriously life transformation results with, with some people, like it, 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 it's like, um, 
they try to give me credit for it but I can't I always say look you run this work yeah but they're yeah. coming to you because they've clearly seen yeah I know you're saying the white line in the middle is more important yeah. but we don't see that yeah and we won't see that and we'll only get to hear it from you now a little glimpse exactly, of it exactly. but what you're at the putting on paper and putting in an image for people was this is me before and this is me now 100%. you're no different 100 you're not trying to say that there's a perfect body shape or there's a, a no. perfect physique no. what you're saying is there is a perfect mindset yeah there's a perfect there's, there's a mindset out there that 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 each individual can attain for themselves your mindset might not be the same as my mindset and but it can be your best do you get what i'm saying you Everybody's can get it to different. your best you can get it to your sharpest like you can get it to like my that. sharpest Whereas there's no sort of like a one for all, you know that way. And I find with uh, the whole body image thing now, it's being rammed down your neck everywhere you look. And people are fucking, I lived my whole life, Ross, feeling ashamed of who I was because I didn't look a certain way. And that's not right. You know what I mean? And, and, and there's so many people out there doing it. And I'm not talking about heavy people. People from both ends of the spectrum, people feel like they're, like they're too skinny. And, there's like, and they're basing their whole worth and value on how they look. And I'm trying to say, holy shit, what's going on? People need to be very careful on how they speak about diets, about their own figures. They need to be very careful of what they're saying and who they're saying it in front of. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's just everywhere now, I think. And I think it's, um, it's almost too fluid and too accepted mm -hmm. that people are not accepting themselves for who they are. In fact, I go to beyond and said, people are hating themselves for who they are. And that's where I got to. I hated myself. I literally hated myself. And there's so many people out there in that position now that I want to t tell you that I was there. I was there, and I know what you're feeling now. And you can flick a switch. There's nothing special about me that I done this. I just got tired of listening to me own shit. I got honest with myself. I got real with myself. And as soon as you're ready to do that, and when you're ready to do that, you'll know, and you'll get there. You know that way. And, and look, I, I made mistakes in the past. I'm not going to let them hold me against me. I let people say what they have to say about whatever I did. And the thing is about me leaving myself vulnerable is because I don't give people any ammunition to come at me. As I say, well, that, that fella, is that the fella? Who's he think he is now? He used, to, he used to be a drug dealer. I've said it, you know what I mean? I'll say it, I'll happily say it. There's nothing you can come at me with. And that's why I say the truth fears no investigation. Because I'm not afraid. Well, I know what you mean. If you were out here kind of preaching this story or preaching this false image. Yeah. And people, people in the area, they, they, well, they know the real you, so. Yeah. You know, if they hear you saying, oh, I'm this, I'm that, to people that are only getting to know you now, yeah. and then you have people that genuinely do know you saying, no, that's not him, or this yeah. is that, whereas you're not hiding or showing away, you're not hiding behind the court, and you're saying, oh, this is yeah, me, so this was me, and exactly. now I'm here. So that's that's what I'm saying to people. The, this group of people are going to tell you you're this, and they're probably going to have you, that, that's where you're loyal, these loyal, the people that love you are going to tell you you're this, the people that don't love you so much are going to tell you you're this, but neither matter. It doesn't matter if they're bigging you up or if they're putting you down. What matters is, what you tell yourself you are. And I tell myself now that I'm a person out here that's trying to make a change through allowing people and encouraging people to be themselves and to be honest and not... And be the best version of themselves. Be the best version possible. And I say to you, strive for health, a healthy mind, a healthy life, a healthy... I don't... When I, when I encourage people to get healthy, it's not about losing weight. Losing weight is going to make you feel good. It's going to encourage your confidence. I don't, do not... I'm not one of these people that promotes obesity. Ah, but, but like, love yourself. It doesn't matter if you're morbidly obese and you're, you're risk of a heart attack, you're risk of all these health diseases. I'm not promoting that whatsoever. Because I genuinely believe from my own perspective and my opinion is that nobody's truly happy when they're, when they're a health risk. You know, so I'm, I'm saying to you, 
love yourself now in the position you're in, accept yourself in the position you're in. Things will change. Things will change and then strive for health. You don't need to strive for some sort of image. Strive for health and the best you. And that's where, you know what I'm saying? You're looking at it from the right angle because like we said, there is no way you should look. Mm. The way you should look, you could be at the skinniest possible yeah, BMI you should be at yeah. and you won't look normal. Exactly. But you could be at this physique or this this um, way and you look healthy and normal. Whereas another person mightn't look that way. So what will work or what looks a certain mm. way on one person mightn't on another. And what you're saying is you need to find your way 100%. whether you're, you are obese or whether you are skinny, you're happy. Yeah. Make sure you get your happiness yeah. straight forth because yeah. you could be up on a stage in the best physique mm. possible Com- competing at a high level and be depressed. Exactly. Am yeah. I right? Yeah, definitely. And I've seen you know? bodybuilders say, I know people who compete in bodybuilding competitions and they say like that that, that week after and, and look, they they can't maintain that physique. You know what I mean? That them themselves, they can't maintain that physique, but yet they're constantly putting images out of when they've done that photo shoot at the leanest version of themselves. And I'm like, like if you wanna, like you put, yourself, put your real self out there. You know what I mean? You have people looking up to you. You have people looking up to you and they're looking at this and they think you're in that shape 24-7, 24/7 and, and you know you're not. No. And they think you are and they're mm. putting themselves down and like, just be real, you know what I mean? And accept yourself and accept like, you look great, accept yourself, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's that's pretty much the bottom line because if you don't accept yourself, um, you start to look elsewhere for answers and that's what happened with me. I looked to the All these drink, comforts. drink, false comforts, food, drugs, anything but facing reality. I hated my own reality that I, I couldn't do, I couldn't wait to escape it. And it wasn't until I started to question myself, why am I drinking so much? Why am I doing drugs? I wake up every Sunday, Ross. This is what I'm talking about getting tired around bullshit. And constantly lied to myself. And I'm sure people can relate to this. See that gargle, never touching it again. <laughs> Off it. You won't see me out next week. And your man on, yeah, we'll see, yeah, we will see. And then next Friday comes around, same the energy thing there, the, the excitement. Same Back thing again. comes again, you, you feel a little bit fresh and, and what happens there is you create a vision, a, a vicious um, maintenance cycle and what I say a vicious maintenance cycle is you're maintaining these behaviours and all it takes is by changing one of them behaviours. So if it's by taking the drink out, the rest of them will begin to change and all of a sudden then you have a, a vicious maintenance cycle to a new healthy maintenance mm-hmm. cycle which is gonna benefit you mm-hmm. in the long run and, and there's no way about it. Look, I'm off the drink now, be 13 months now nearly and thanks mate. And I've just, I've never seen things more clearer. I just, Your head is clear, isn't it? Just never, and, and I don't know if it's a course or not, you know <laughs> what I mean? Because when I was living that way, I was just in a bubble. I was down waiting for the lads, I was in the WhatsApp groups, I was in all this and you know what I mean? And there's all this pettiness in the WhatsApp groups and screenshotting other people's stuff and sending it in and laughing at people. And I found like, it wasn't until I became so I'm like, we're laughing at other people's problems here, we're laughing at other people's misuses, like misfortune, and, and then we're all we're doing then is we're, we're, we're deflecting from us, our own lives, and then we can't wait to get out the weekend and get out of bleeding no, and pretend like nothing ever, like that we love our lives and everything else, but we're living a lie here, you know mm. what I mean? So I had to distance myself from um, a lot of people I grew up with. Negative influences. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's not, I don't blame them. I mean, they're just stuck in the same bubble I was in. It's just, I was fortunate enough to realise to get out of it. And start fucking making moves in my life, you know? And 
my goal now is to, to, to keep speaking to people, keep keep getting words out there because my story's far from over, you know what I mean? I'm not, I don't, you don't know what the, what's around the corner. Mm-hmm. Um, I know one thing's for sure, you could be still back where you are. Exactly, exactly. And uh, I'm far from perfect, everyone is, but you never know what's going to happen around the corner. Like, but that's what I wanted to ask you, I'm glad you brought that up because when we talk about here on camera, we can talk off camera too, but what do you kind of plan for the future? Is it to just keep changing the lives like you're doing and keep doing these 5Ks, these hill walks you're doing up in Glendalough? Mm. All these initiatives you're, you're doing with, with large groups of people, they're life-changing things for, yeah. as you, I think this is the best way of putting it, like with, with the real talk, you might put something out and 200 people might see it. Yeah. Right? It mightn't be 2 million, it mightn't be yeah. 200,000, mm-hmm. but it might be 200 people change their lives because of your yeah. content so you're Even probably just slowly rush. chipping away and, and when I'm thinking of the future what's kind of the plan well the future and for in terms of real talk um, real talk is I'm gonna be taking over real talk going forward the, the, the future for real talk is basically you're seeing the power of me just being I'm, I'm gonna say like finally manning up and Telling my story and being honest and being brave about my story, the, the the impact that can have. So what I'm looking at, Ross, is the impact that if I can have that impact, imagine how many people's stories out there that are not getting told, mm-hmm. that are not getting on the telly, that are not getting in mm-hmm. the newspapers. So the, the goal for Real Talk is to get as many ground level people, working class, doesn't matter where you come from, higher class, people who will just have a, everyone has a story. I always say everyone has a story. You have a story. I don't know if you've ever told it. I haven't heard it, but you're right. Everyone has a story, and I believe if the the right person is listening at the right time, that their story can change that ex- person's life uh, potentially. It just I just want to keep it real, as real as possible, with with just the ground level people, because there's so many people out there that have plenty of platforms to tell a story, but big followings, and they're going to be getting reached out by, by people to t- constantly tell the, f- the story and they have that and that's good for them but now what about the people who don't have a platform mm-hmm. what about the people who aren't being heard good point you know that way so that's what Real Talk will be about mm-hmm. but as far as my own career um, I'm a big span of the walk now but uh, I'm going to be a father Brilliant. for the first congratulations time. Yeah, cheers that's not out yet <laughs> but uh, <laughs> she'll kill me by saying that but you can put it in anyway uh, we, but no, we, we don't do the whole announcing of, on social media and we, we, we try to keep it to ourselves as much as I put a lot of stuff out there but I see why you're mentioning it now it's just because it, it's it is a big part of the future now life. And, and that's why I mention it because whatever else is going on in the background here you're going to be a father yeah I'm going to be a father now so that's that's first and foremost Brilliant. I'm delighted to hear that um, my personal training I'm going. I'm looking into opening up my own studio gym mm-hmm. where I can make things my own way because I have plenty of ideas on how to work with people and like I said I don't classify myself as the typical personal trainer I'm not the one type of person that sticks people on starvation mode diets I just I like to work with people and, and be a coach with people and, and be there for them when they coach, need them. Ring, yeah, so, ring you whenever you so need I'm looking, I'm looking into the place now trying to open my own place and to be honest with you another one that I'm doing is something that I've always wanted to do I had to sit down with myself since I was a kid, I always wanted to be in the fire brigade, and that's that's where Brilliant. I'm going next week. You know what I mean? And that's that's as far as events and stuff with real talk and big speaking events. That's your your motivation is in. That's something you just have a passion for. Yeah, it's just a passion. But this is another thing you wanted want to do. Deal with. It's a personal thing for me. It's a goal mm-hmm. thing that I've I've always wanted to do, and I kind of lost it somewhere along mm-hmm. the way. Until recently, I you never it. lost. You just, you just, you couldn't see, see it anymore. Yeah, I kind of seen that they were recruiting and it sparked something. And we said, Jesus, it was like dusting off an old picture that was buried. You know that yeah, way? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
So yeah, so I said I'll go back. I'm gonna gonna do that. I'm gonna do that on the side. Side to side. And then I'm doing online coaching as well at the minute. And then the real talk, yeah, the, the events. I might have been asked to speak at an event now in October in the tramline for a, an event called Social Mind, which uh, has had big names speaking at before. I think it's a mental health event primarily. Uh, I think it's Sports Mind and Social Mind is the new sort of spin off it. I think Rob Lipsit and I spoke about it before, so they're at the reaching out. I'm going to speak at that in Dublin um, in October. And just just keep spreading the word, mate. You know, just yeah, but when you do that talk in October, there could be 10 more talks then exactly, in 2020. That's exactly, how it works. Exactly, and that's it. I'm just trying to get out there and network with as many people as I can. Because there's probably a part of you, Tom, that's saying, I don't know what's actually coming, you yeah. know? Yeah, and that's I it. I know well, what I want to do, but I don't know what else is going to come my way. I'll just take it as it comes oh, and, and yeah. accept it. You know what I mean? Every corner, that's, you have, that's the nail of the head, Ross. You know, mm-hmm. in every corner you turn, you don't, there's unexpected events, and you just have to kind of roll with the punches a bit with life. And, and sometimes it's good, and sometimes it's not so good, but... They're all hurdles and challenges that you it. learn from. And, and you know what, Ross? I fucking love it. I mm-hmm. absolutely love there's it. Nothing wrong I with love that. the ups and the downs. I love mm-hmm. it. I love every bit of it. I love making mistakes. I love when I fail at things. Because I'd never loved it before. I, I took it for granted before because I always deemed it as wrong because I was told if you fail, you're wrong and you're a failure and you're this and you're that. But I see a new light on it now. I see the real of it. The, the truth of it now is that when you can be your authentic self, when you can go searching for your authentic self, you can be anything. You can be literally anything and, and you can just be at this sort of ease in life where you're like, you're not trying to keep up to anyone's standards, which I, I, I did for a long time in my life. You're not worried about other people's opinions and criticism and um, one thing i always say is i'll never take criticism from anybody who doesn't put themselves out in a, in, as vulnerable as i do i leave people to, to i put pictures out there of me in, in not my best shape and uh, and posts out there telling truths about me and, and even saying things like i was a drug dealer like it's not something i'm proud of but it, it is what it is it is what it is and where I, you are now is much more important to say what to say otherwise i'd be lying yeah, so I'm looking forward to see what's to come. I know that one of the main ways to keep in the loop with yourself, yeah. your mental fitness, yeah. online coaching, yeah. real talk, you're juggling a lot of things at the moment. Yeah. Never mind having a kid on the way and, yeah. and going into fatherhood, that's amazing. But you have a lot of things going on and I think that's not a problem for you because you enjoy juggling different yeah. challenges and yeah. keeping on your toes. But I, I'll be watching and I think for anybody else that's going to tune in and watch the best way to do so would be follow the Instagram pages which I put the handles above and they'll be linked below uh, tune in and follow and you won't be missing out on any of the content because you know Tom is very active on all the pages he's always putting new stuff out and a lot of the stuff you're putting out isn't actually just about you or just no. about your clients no. it's actually quotes or it's yeah. you know kind of more so motivational a lot of the stuff is my perspective mate and a lot of it is anecdotal I'm by no means an expert in any of the fields and I'd never claim to be I'm no guru or anything like that I'm just telling my side of things how I see things but I'm also trying to constantly grow and learn Russ you know what I mean and, and the, the, the thing I say to everyone is it's not what it, it's a I think it's a Mark Twain quote it's not what you know that gets you into trouble it's what you know for sure that just ain't so you know what I mean so Very good. there's a lot of people out there who think they, they have it figured out and I, I by no means have it figured out and I'll probably say things that I'll backtrack on and, and, and everything else but I'll hold my hands up when I do so but yeah, so the page is out there to just give advice to people and just uh, hopefully just be as they can take what they want from it as uplifting as possible. You know what I mean? And to try to give people new perspectives and you don't have to think this way all the time. Mm-hmm. What if you think this way? 
maybe you can free change your you can free yourself from some sort of really like that. mental prison that you're probably living in and that's what that's where I lived for a long time. I feel mm-hmm. some sort of me- I imprisoned myself mentally. You know, for sure you're never going back there anyway. No, no, no. And your goal now is to try to get people either that are in there out of it, or prevent people from going into that. Exactly, state. exactly. And I find with your mental health, it's like you say you're not going to go back there. But like it's if I if I slip up and I go back down the same shit I was doing, it's likely that I will go back there. But the, 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 it's the regiments, it's me, it's me behaviors, it's me patterns. If I b- betray them and give them up now then it will probably could easily go back there because you're, you're wired a certain way Ross and you're living a certain way for so long you're living your whole life you're 22 now would you be I was 22 when I decided yep. to get me shit together um, so 22 years I was living as that person so it's really only it's the only last, the last four two, years, three yeah. years that I'm, I'm becoming this person Evolved, yeah. so that person is, is by no means gone anywhere you know what I mean and one thing I always say is I, I am always evolving and there's one that there's a, this, is a, this is a Thomas Forbes original this is <laughs> if you haven't met me recently you haven't met me yet I like that you know what I mean so because people that know me in the past they don't know me now exactly they and, think they do yeah and, and that's it and I'm open to that you know that's that's pretty much it and I'm looking to get my own podcast going like I said but it'll be a completely different twist it's I love what you're doing you're getting good people on there and, and they have powerful messages and really help people and uh, it's very intellectual uh, and I listened to Lorna's one Lorna, I was listening to Lorna's myself and I was saying Jesus great episode I was almost dying to sign up for Wimp the Warrior after, you know, <laughs> and, and that's I was saying it's a great episode Lorna she, I love that plug now yeah and she, and she uh, I messaged her about it as well yeah she, she done well she did now, and, and I think what you're with yours it's a little bit different though yeah. because you're going to be going down the route and I'd love to be able to help out with this yeah. you're going to go down the route where there's people that pe- you know no one has ever heard of nothing such a person from the flats yeah. or such a person that's been through this or they're only out of hospital but now you know them and now you listen to is, them and hear about hear their story you know this is what I said to you before the camera rolled about status and recognition is status is not something I focus on too much and I don't mean to be hippie-ish and this might sound a bit hippie-ish but at the end of the day we're all just fucking human beings winging our way through life, mate. You know what I mean? What 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 might work best for one certain person, and we can then guide them in the right direction. I'm mm-hmm. not saying I can help them. Then I'm not a therapist. I'm not a practitioner. But put yourself in their shoes. But like, yeah, and then I can say, right, I actually, I know this thing might work for you. Why don't you reach out and try? And I, I kind of kind of re- point them in the right direction. direction. Yeah, point them in the right direction. That's it. Yeah. I wish you the very best of luck. Appreciate it, mate. Thank you so much. I'm sure we touch base again.